0: I am Keenan.
1: and I'm Rachel and this week on Part of Our World we are talking about what you should be watching on Disney+.
0: Yes, so we thought this was a timely topic, I think, with Disney Plus just coming out in the UK. been seeing a lot of tweets from our UK friends, which a lot of listeners in the UK, and a lot of friends, a lot of Disney friends over there Yeah, across the pond, mm-hmm. and uh, I've seen just tons of tweets about, hey, what, what should I watch? What's good? And, you know, just yeah. wanting...
1: Why should I get Disney Plus? And
0: that one too, yeah. yeah. Well, and that with the whole... You know, this is, we are recording this April 6th, 2020, and so we are under sort of quarantine, I stay guess at it's... Stay-at-home yeah, order. S- Stay-at-home order. And so, yeah, a lot of people were asking, should I get Disney Plus?
1: The answer is yes. Yeah.
0: And we did have an episode back in November, right after it came out, where we discussed, we basically binged Disney Plus that weekend that came out. Yeah, and as then, much
1: as we could. And yeah, then...
0: we tried to watch one episode of every original, and then the original movies that had come out. Yeah. And so I think at that point in time, if I remember correctly, we hadn't watched Lady and the Tramp, but we'd watched pretty much everything that we intended to. Um, Of course, lots of new stuff has come out since then, but also now we have the um, overseas release as well. So there's a lot more to talk about and timely topic just because people are kind of sheltered in place and watching stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, with or without kids, this is a, a great value. But with kids, it is Especially infinite.
1: so. Yes. Yeah.
0: We're also practicing what we preached from our last episode, which is on basically how do you keep the Disney magic alive when you're not there, or in this case, while the parks are closed. And so we have taken it upon ourselves to make avocado margaritas from La Cava de Tequila. Recipe courtesy of our friends at Disney Dishes, and yeah, thanks bringing, Tom Michelle. Thanks Tom Michelle, helping bring a little bit of magic into our home.
1: Salud. There's no spillage. Don't worry about it.
0: Literally just spilled all over the floor. That's okay. So I don't know where we should begin, Rachel. We we've got I I've broken up my list here into must watch. Binge-worthy, totally unique, um, and especially like unique to Disney And then I've got also must-watch binge-worthy. I've got things that I want to watch that I've kind of seen a couple episodes of, but I want more of. Things maybe to kind of avoid, or things I don't think that are that great. So,
1: well, or I that started are just with... pretty good. I started with the classics. Okay. Which I know, I mean that's kind of an obvious one, yeah. but we have really been enjoying watching like the early early classics, which is just nice to have them all in one place. So we've been watching, I mean not early early, but really uh focusing on like that 70s era. <laughs> like we got the Aristocats and Robin Hood, Alice in Wonderland, Sleeping yeah, Beauty. Yeah, really getting all that
0: psychedelic 70s stuff yeah, there. Yeah, we're
1: going crazy. <laughs> not really. I would say what, Alice in Wonderland, yes.
0: Yeah, but you're right. The 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 vault, as they call it, is open wide on Disney+. Plus, it is. It's nice. And there's so much. And then there's a bunch of other, you know, maybe like hidden gem classic Disney films. A lot of the live action classics that I haven't seen, mm-hmm. you know. But we haven't really delved into those just yet. But the, the wealth of what's out there is pretty vast.
1: Yeah, and I just think... And I know I've said this before, but like those classics from 60s, 70s era are worth watching. And, sl- and you know, our kid who's four has actually really enjoyed them. So they're not, they hold up to time. They're not outdated. They're still super enjoyable to watch. Yeah. So that's been very fun. Yeah. And we say that our kid is a Disney hipster. His favorite movie right now is The Aristocats. He mm-hmm. always wants to watch that, like yeah. of all of all movies. So... It's, yeah, it's nice to have them all there.
0: It is. And on the flip side, uh, it, I think most people know this already, so we're kind of preaching to the choir, but Disney Plus just released Onward. Yeah. Which was a theatrical release just a month ago, basically, mm-hmm. um, due to the fact that theaters are closed. So I think that's really cool that they did that. But they also released Frozen 2. Right. Um, ahead of its Blu-ray release. I mean, the Blu ray came out first, but right, then it but did come he- out on Disney Plus shortly after that. Um, Artemis Fowl, which is not out yet, is going straight to Disney Plus now. Yeah. Which you I mentioned think that's feeling kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah, because they put a lot of work into it. And right. It already got delayed from last year.
1: Yeah, and then it doesn't get a the- theatrical release, but.
0: I, do you remember um, I made the comment before coronavirus hit? About how Artemis Fowl is going to flop, and they should just put it straight on Disney Plus.
1: There
0: we go. You're like, no, but I,
1: no, I do remember that. But yeah, tooting your own horn. Well, no, it's just
0: I think it. <laughs> I, I think it's cool. Okay, I don't think it's cool that that the COVID nineteen has forced kind of Disney's hand here and put making them put these theatrical releases on Disney Plus. But I do think it's cool that Disney is willing to do that, and I hope they consider future. Theatrical releases maybe being better on the Disney Plus platform yeah. than in the theater. So, yeah. I think a that's, lot that's is, like... is going to change as a result of this social it's, isolation right. and yeah. how theaters run their business. I think it's one of those areas that might see permanent change.
1: Yeah. And I think this is a movie that I would not see in the theater, but I'll watch yeah. it on Disney Plus.
0: Well, because we've got the podcast, we may have gone and watched it for the pod.
1: But yeah. otherwise,
0: we would not. Maybe. Yeah, and we do skip releases, especially if we're not that interested. Yeah, I haven't read the book, so yeah,
1: maybe I will. I need some good books to read. So
0: Artemis Fowl, Um, but yeah, there's tons of new stuff. You can see Avengers Endgame, which came out about a year ago, a little, a little more than a year ago. Um, Toy Story 4, The Lion King CGI reboot. Uh, You know, so there's plenty of new stuff. There's some new stuff that's not on there yet that. I would like to see sooner rather than later, but that's okay. Any like, examples? we wanted to watch Maleficent before oh, right. it was, um, before we saw Maleficent 2. And yeah, that was not going to be yeah.
1: on there until for like another year or something. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, I get that they're not going to put everything out right away, but so, there's yeah. still more we'd like to see.
0: But, big sweeping comment just saying, yes, you, you should be watching the new stuff and you should be watching the old stuff. Mm hmm. So let's get into what specifically are we finding on Disney Plus that people maybe haven't seen or in some cases haven't even heard of that once they get this service, they should check out.
1: Well, I've really been enjoying the Imagineering story.
0: Yes, I especially, wouldn't mind watching through that again.
1: Yeah, just because, especially because the parks are closed, it's yeah. like we all need our dose But you're going to miss the park. a lot of
0: stuff too. I mean, the first. But, yeah, yeah. Time watching it.
1: No, I'm just saying that's why I am enjoying it. I mean, not that we would be going to the parks anyway, but it's just something. But like the parks being closed, you don't get there. You know, there's. It's close to everybody, not just us. Yeah. <laughs> and we need that dose of uh, those parks and the magic behind it. And right.
0: And there's, it's just. Really informative. If you love the Disney parks, you're gonna love Imagineering's story. Even if documentaries aren't your thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm totally with you there. I think that that is a, a must watch for every Disney fan. On the flip side, One Day at Disney doesn't do it for me as much. You know, they're like seven minute shorts or whatever, and they just go into like a job. There, it's kind of cool, and there's some cool ones, but the ones that I've seen, they did they weren't just these. Didn't have the same effect as yeah. something like the Imagineering story, right? So, but I do want to. I haven't seen them all, yeah, so I, I want to, want to watch, watch more of those. Yeah,
1: there's some interesting ones. Yeah, cool. Um, something that I've been enjoying for some reason, even though I'm not a preteen girl,
0: <laughs> I know where this is but going. But it's
1: the preteen girl inside of us all, I guess. Um, but the Diary of a Future President has actually been really enjoyable to watch. Um, it's just about a girl in middle school, you know, that like, she's going to be president someday. So she's reading her middle school diary and it just mm-hmm. goes back to just her everyday struggles and, um, it's in Florida. It's a Latino family and.
0: Okay. And now, I'm- every time I walk in on you watching the show, I feel like I've just walked in on you watching a Disney channel yeah. show. So what's the appeal? Like, what do you like about it?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think they just
0: or it, who would like a show like this?
1: Who would like it? I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, definitely like pre like tween girls. I think is the the audience.
0: Okay, um, that is the target audience. Uh, yeah, and I you're you're still so. a Hanson fan, so I guess you kind of fit that. Demographic. Like I said,
1: <laughs> yeah, I never really grew up from middle school in some way, so I guess it appeals to me. I don't know. It's just it's like so after I after I watched. An episode of that, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to check out Lizzie McGuire again.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so, I mean, I guess it's kind of, you know, it's the Lizzie McGuire crowd.
0: Yeah. well, From my generation. Which is another great thing about Disney+. Plus, Like, you can watch these kind of older shows. Now, personally, I never watched Phineas and Ferb. That's way past my time. But I, people were excited about that. Their excitement makes me want to watch it. But it's great that you were like, ah, I kind of just want to see Lizzie McGuire. So I'm going to put it on. And I remember watch, mm-hmm. walking in on you watching that, and it's like, whoa, this is so early two thousands. Was. It was it the is, most two thousands. It's night. a time capsule for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: it, but it's yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I don't know if I'll sit and watch through the whole. No, Lizzie but that's McGuire the nice series, thing about it. It's available
0: on demand. Yeah. You don't have to commit yourself to watching the whole series again. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of how I feel about the Simpsons, which I have not watched on Disney Plus. But that's a show that throughout my life, I've always kind of just every once it's been in a while. Yeah, been in the mood, like I'm just gonna watch a Simpsons episode. So cool. Well, um, in a similar vein, a show that was I guess on my radar because when before Disney Plus came out, everything was on my radar and I was kind of just taking it all in. I was even working on a website at the time. I was thinking I was gonna do a Disney Plus website. Definitely didn't have the time for that. But I was mm-hmm. kind of gathering all the information I could and one of the shows that piqued my curiosity, but I when it came down to it, I'm like, this is going to be a stupid Disney channel show. And I'm going to hate it is high school musical, the musical, the series. Yeah. And I absolutely fell in love with that you show. Like, you it. know yes. that that became like a not so guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, you're like I unabashedly was telling I about was, I was proselytizing yeah. to others, people, people who are musical fans. Like you have to check out this show mm-hmm. and now they're doing beauty and the beast for season two. And I just I can't. Wait. When does
1: the second season come out?
0: I don't know. I think they. Well, yeah, now who I knows? I think they had just started working on it, so who knows at this point? But I'm excited nonetheless.
1: Yeah, that was. It was really good. I would watch through that series again.
0: It's definitely that so. Again. So target audience, I would say the target audience is easily fans of High School Musical. Yeah, like you could.
1: They do a lot of fan service.
0: A lot of fan service, even though I hadn't really seen... I had kind of seen the first one. But it's like you
1: know that it's fan service, even if you haven't seen it.
0: So they're definitely, I think, prime audience for it. And then I'd say secondary audience for it is the next generation of people who would be into something like High School Musical. Like you got the teen heartthrob protagonists, the love story. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a musical. It's campy. It's fun. But for me, just somebody who likes campy musicals... Perfect. And maybe part of it being a high school teacher, I kind of resonated a little bit with like I thought the teachers were really funny in it. Yeah. But but no, I think that it's just if it's just one of those fun it's like it's not good in the sense of like it's not like the writing's phenomenal or the acting's phenomenal. I do think the singing's yeah, really, singing, really good. I think the song's really good. But yeah. It's just an enjoyable, like turn your brain off and
1: Enjoy watch. it yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I cannot say enough, even if that is something that you are like, mm, I don't think it's for me. You should still check it out. Check it out. You know lots of people who have been in a similar boat as me. It's kind of like Animal Crossing. You know, our current uh, obsession in this household. Yeah. It looks like just this s- silly thing so for what kids. Do you, do? you just
1: run around and...
0: Yeah. Pick vegetables and, and, and sell them. And, yeah. And then next thing you know, you're totally sucked in. You're like, oh, I totally get why people like this.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's a great game. <laughs> and a great show, high school musical. Yeah. The musical the series. Um, speaking of shows I would rewatch, obviously it might come as no surprise to people that this would be on our list as Mandalorian. So I yeah. want to watch through that whole series again.
0: Yeah. I'm tempted with our almost five year old to watch it. Like yeah. I know there's some
1: there's violence, dark. but it's not Star Wars violence. I yeah. mean, it's Star Wars violence. It's, yeah. There's no blood and I knew gore. I what you meant.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not totally cartoony, but it's not totally realistic. There's some dark parts to it, but nothing I don't think he could handle after seeing like Empire Strikes Back and yeah, you know, Return of the Jedi, like hands are getting cut off and right. Boba Fett's falling into the Sarlacc pit and stuff like that. It's, nothing, it's not worse than that. Yeah. But um, yeah, you kind of jumped ahead to what I think is my number one must-watch show on Disney+, and that is The Mandalorian. The acting, the cinematography, the score, everything in that show clicks for yeah. me. And here's the thing. I do not think you need to be a Star Wars fan to appreciate The Mandalorian. It helps, and I think people who are like kind of obsessed with Star Wars, they pick up all of these things, and I'm not going to give away spoilers, but there are things that happened toward the end of season one where the internet was like freaking out, like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that they're doing that thing. That's from this other thing. That's from this other show. That was like such an obscure little piece of star Wars lore that really matters.
1: Yeah. I didn't know what it was. Yeah.
0: But you know, but so, so for those people they are like, it's great. Um, or, you know, Jean Favreau has admitted to like, Oh yeah, that's a replica of a prop from a new hope. And we kind of put it in the shot to see we love that movie and see if people would catch it. So there is stuff like that. But it's like a Western, it's like a TV Western set in the Star Wars universe. And I think it just has a compelling enough story that you don't need to like Star Wars to like the Mandalorian.
1: Yeah, and it's, um, I don't know, I guess when I first watched it, it wasn't what I expected it to be. Mm -mm. It wasn't this like epic Game of Thrones type of Star Wars.
0: Which, full disclosure, that's what I wanted it to be.
1: Well, that's what I was expecting. I mean, because you were talking about, like, it's going to be so amazing. But we watched it, and I was kind of like, okay. But it was just like, it's, you know, every episode is like one comic book. Yeah,
0: it's a good way of putting it.
1: It's just... It's serialized. Yeah, and so you can just watch one episode and have some of an arc, you know, with, of course, to be continued. Mm -hmm. But every episode is a story in itself. And I think once I got used to that, it was like like, oh, yeah, this is just an, uh, a fun, adventurous time. Yeah. Like, every episode, like you said, it's like a little... Was Star Trek like that? I don't know.
0: Maybe. I never got Couldn't into Star tell Trek. You,
1: but it is just like, yeah.
0: Star Trek has more characters. And character there, development, there, I'm sure. But Yeah, so for The Mandalorian, it is a little slow in the character development. Um, and there aren't a ton of, like rich, unique characters that are recurring. They might show up for an episode or two, but there are enough, I think, to keep pulling you in, but it's not like this ensemble cast, like something like Star Trek. Yeah. They, I think they very well could build to that point. You know, season three, I could see that this, like, there's like this Mandalorian cast. hmm I don't know. Just a thought.
1: Yeah, but it's not a super deep, like, epic Star Wars time. It's just a nice Star Wars adventure. Yes. In my opinion. Yeah. And so I liked it.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Any other, um, those are all original content that we've been talking about. Imagineering Story, Mandalorian, High School Musical, the musical, the series, that we highly recommend. I think those are probably our, yeah, at least for me, those are my most recommended. Mm Mm-hmm. So I guess you can turn it off now if you don't want additional things to, to watch.
1: Yeah, I don't have a ton more on my list.
0: Well, okay, so he, here's I've got a couple recommendations that are not unique to Disney Plus, but they are on Disney Plus, and so it makes it a nice convenient way to watch them. Uh, they're both animated, and the first one of these is the Mickey Shorts that were on YouTube. Right, so, and we
1: talked about those. Maybe it's something we're looking forward to, or yeah, something it's just like nice that. that they're all there. Yeah, it is um, nice that you don't have the YouTube every single right. Yeah,
0: uh, but I love those shorts. Yeah, they're great. Um, and if you're not familiar with them, it's the same animation style that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is using. Um, it's it's a different vibe to previous Mickey cartoons, but yeah, they're a lot of fun. They're real short. Uh, there's a lot of them where they're traveling different places all over the world. Which I appreciate.
1: Yeah. It feels like they're incorporating some of the parks. You know, it's like it's like Epcot in some ways. I don't know. The different countries they go to. Or, yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Uh, the other one was a show that we had watched when we were at Disney in the morning getting ready. And I was intrigued because I had heard good things about it. And then when it came out on Disney Plus, I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep watching the show. And that is DuckTales. Ah which is another one a cartoon that is serialized and in it and there is a continuity although it's super loose like you you could pick up at any point in time basically and get what's happening in the episode and kind of get what's happening in the story but I was really impressed we just my son, son and I have been watching this since episode 1 um, just finished season 1 and I was pleasantly surprised how they built this it was a loose thread, but this thread that tied into pretty much every single episode leading to that point into this kind of, like, epic um, season finale. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm hoping they do the same thing with season two. I think they will. I think they will. Um, and, you know, season three is right around the corner. I think we're a couple days away from it, which will not be on Disney Plus until it runs its course on Disney XD or whatever. Disney Now, I think, is what it's on. Um. But the poster for that has just all these characters from, like, Chip and Dale, Darkwing Duck, and, you know, Tailspin characters. And it's just, like, they are clearly doing a huge crossover with all these 90s Disney sitcoms. that's awesome. Cartoon sitcoms. And I'm I'm all about that, for sure. But that's one where people kind of say, what should I watch on Disney Plus that's... Often a go to recommendation of mine because I think it's one that flies under the radar. Like I said, it's not original to Disney Plus, but it's so good yeah. that, especially if you watch the show as a kid, tune in, see what it's all about, and watch it. Now, I will say one thing to look out for is that for whatever reason, I guess the DVDs do this and the listing on Disney Plus does this, but they are not in the correct watching order. So you have to Google, you know, correct order for DuckTales. So weird. 2017. That it would be that way. Yeah, and the creators of the show have gone on Twitter and stuff and they're like, we don't know why this is happening, <laughs> but here's the correct order. So, but yeah, DuckTales and Mickey Shorts.
1: Um, One more, that's been getting a lot, a lot of mileage. That's probably not... Oh God, not, I know where this is going. It's not original Disney Plus. And this... I'm not even sure why it's on Disney Plus because it's an Australian show. But if you have kids...
0: And you want them to watch nothing else except but, one show.
1: Yeah. Bluey. B L U E Y. Has been on all the time. And I will say. And like, There's like,
0: what, ep- eight episodes?
1: No, there's. I think there's more than that. I
0: don't know. All I know is that there's three kind of shorter episodes within a longer 26 minutes yeah, so or whatever. Yeah, there's like
1: seven minute little episodes. And our kid
0: parts. has watched all of them multiple, multiple. times. It's not like he watches a ton, ton of TV, but the amount of Bluey he's watched at this point probably exceeds any other show that he's been obsessed with.
1: Yeah, it's, but it is really cute. Like if you do a good
0: job with it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Bluey.
1: Yeah. So you sit down and watch it with your kid. It's like the first, the first, you know, few times I've seen these episodes. They're just really funny. It's just like a little family of dogs and they all have australian accents, which is super enjoyable to listen to um but it's just their little family antics and little stories mm-hmm. and the humor is really funny like the the parent dogs are very silly i don't know it's not just like zany in your face it's just yeah. like a, a calm a- silly time yeah
0: and something. i wouldn't say it has it's, just,
1: it's a good it's a really good preschooler young kid show yeah. like it's really not annoying. The only reason that, like, I might be kind of annoyed with this because I've seen it ten times. Right. Each episode, but...
0: And that theme song, just
1: <laughs> constant. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, I, yeah. What I was going is- to say was it's not an adult-oriented kids cartoon. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. But you know how sometimes cartoons, they'll have adult humor in there that, like, only adults catch on. And it's like, aha, that's cool that they appeal to us too. It's not really like that's definitely 100% a kids show.
1: Yeah, but even but so But adults can
0: sit... you can sit there and not want to just pull your hair out. Yeah. Like out I of,
1: laugh and I think it's really cute. Like yeah. there's just some things that are just funny. I don't know they if they set a unrealistic sense of humor. standards
0: for dads. Yeah,
1: I know. And moms, so I'm like, man, we got to play with the kids all the time. Right. But it's still fun. All right. It's probably and they're like patient about all really. the
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my gosh. But it's good. Makes me want to be a better dad."
1: Yeah. It's be more like it's inspirational in some ways, <laughs> as much as a show like that can be. It is a good show,
0: I agree with you. No idea why it's on Disney. Um, that was not on my list as far as something I'm recommending.
1: I would recommend it for yeah, parents with kids, sure. Oh, yeah,
0: and you mentioned preschoolers, but our nieces who was the oldest in second grade, yeah, yeah, they they and love it too. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, here's some shows that I want to watch more of that I've gotten a taste of. And I, I can, I can tell that they're good, but I, you know, we don't have all the time in the world or do we right now, <laughs> uh, to watch these, the first one, going to go back to star Wars for a second. And that is star Wars clone wars. Mm-hmm. So this was on Netflix for a while and I tried to watch it. And it's not the one of those where I started watching it with episode one. I guess episode one is not the first episode. That's what why the heck? Yeah. Um, and it was fine, but it was kind of like... I don't know. It was just fine. But they just released a new season of Clone Wars. And so there are people who love it, swear by it, say it's awesome. Not just the new season, but the whole series. But here's the main reason I want to start watching Clone Wars. Supposedly, there is a character in that show who's a main character who has just been cast for Season 2 of The Mandalorian. And so they're... We've already had a little bit of crossover, but we're getting definite crossover now. I see. So I want to be want to be in the loop on that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that's one. Um, and then another one is I honestly just checked this out today and it'd been in, I I we've seen it a couple times I'm like oh what is that? Uh, but Disney Insider Mhm. It was like 15 minutes, pretty short, and it reminded me of I don't know, I don't don't want to say Disney DVDs, but I guess like little specials on the Disney Channel and stuff like that where they're like, oh, we're going to show you how this show is made or go behind the scenes of this. And so the first episode, they show you kind of the making of um, American Idol at Alani, and then they show like the making of, it's kind of the making of, but uh, Onward. This is more episodes like that. There's only two out right now, so it's one that we're just now getting. So I think it's relatively new. Definitely going to watch the second one. And I'm definitely going to continue to watch it because I thought the first episode, even though I'm not that interested in American Idol. Idol <laughs> or Katy Perry. Yeah. Uh, I recognized that it was pretty cool what they were doing. Yeah. And... we you going to say something? No. Okay. Uh, and then Be Our Chef. Aha. Which is a cooking show. Yeah. But it's hosted by... Angela from the office. I forget her. Yeah, name.
1: I was in the kitchen cooking, actually cooking.
0: You're we like, who is that
1: talking? Like, 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 is that like... Angela from the office?
0: Yeah. Um, and it's fine. It's just like a cooking show, but it's fun.
1: It's like a family, yeah, family show. friendly,
0: yeah, Disney themed. Um, so I don't know if you wanted to talk about any shows like that because you've watched like. The Wedding Show. I did
1: watch the Wedding Show? That one's okay. It reminds me of a TLC, like back in the day, back when they did like a wedding story and a Well, baby that's clearly story what they're kind
0: of ripping off of. Same thing with yeah. PR Chef. It's it's ripping off of like Top
1: Chef. Yeah, yeah. Those
0: ty- style so of shows. So I think
1: I think the Disney Wedding. I forget what the actual title of that is though. But I think that that must have been released like on TV years ago. Like it felt like mid 2000s i guess maybe 2010s so 2010s mm. um but yeah it was enjoyable just because you get to see different aspects of the parks and you know if you're if you liked those shows back in the day on tlc yeah like those wedding shows and stuff it looked it's like amazing it's, well what they do for these weddings is nuts yeah like just private viewings of The nighttime shows and like, yeah, I'm like, that would be great. Yeah. I don't know how much money these people have, but.
0: Or how much Disney's putting up to have them on their show. Yeah, just, I
1: mean, they're promoting Disney parks is really what is happening. So,
0: yeah, which is something I want to see more of. Like, I've seen this mentioned quite a few times, but I would love for them to just release, like, the vault of informational Disney stuff that they have out there. Like, give me a VHS Rip from back when Splash Mountain first opened, and they do the promote promos for that. Yeah. And oh man, the nostalgia that's going to come from that because I remember every year I would get the Disney VHS in the mail. You know, and then it became DVDs, but it's like I would obsess over planning these trips even so, years so out. Weird. <laughs> yeah, um, but I would mean, why you know exhaust those VHSs, and I would just love to be able to see those again or. Somebody mentioned um, the something
1: res- that I, well, I mentioned to you something I wish that they had. This is not about the parks.
0: Oh, well, let me finish that. Okay. Um, the resort channel. Yeah. It's just like the music. Yeah. Just put it on Disney+. <laughs> just Plus. put that on there. Seriously. It would it's get watched like the Arendelle Yule so much.
1: Yeah. Just to have it sure. on. Sure. Yeah, exactly. But um, something I-, I wish was on there is the old Disney sing-along. VHS's. Yes. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, maybe. that would be like the perfect thing to put on at any given time. Of course, I'm, you know, probably in the minority. Yeah, adults like, that think at, that, but there's there's dozens of us that yeah. think the way I do.
0: <laughs> dozens <laughs> of us. I'm one of those dozens. But have we've tried to look those up on like YouTube and stuff, and it's just the quality yeah, is so it's bad. It's so bad. You know that Disney can has the originals and can restore.
1: Yeah. Those videos. And the opening songs, those sing-along videos, is like
0: it's master,
1: <laughs> masterful.
0: Yeah. So more stuff like that. And I don't know who we so get Disney, on that. If you're listening. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk briefly about Disney Plus movies. And then I think that will conclude like our original discussion. Original movies? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What what can you get on Disney Plus that you can't get elsewhere? So, we've already talked about the classics and the new movies and stuff like that, but there are also Disney Plus originals. So, we've mm-hmm. got Noel, Lady and the Tramp, Togo.
1: Togo was good.
0: Timmy Failure, Stargirl, which we have not watched yet. Not yet. And I think that's it. Then there's some National Geographic stuff, but yes. So, any of those that come as a personal recommendation from you, Rachel?
1: Oh, Togo's great. You should watch that.
0: Togo was really good. Yeah. yeah, it's like Balto, but the even more heroic dog.
1: Yeah, they're like Balto's getting all the credit, which you know, Balto's a great movie and a great dog. No shame on. It Balto. It was a little
0: slow for our kid, but it was really well done.
1: Yeah, he's just a little young. It was yeah. just it was more of a drama.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah. It Highly was recommend a really that. One. I thought the Timmy I mean, Failure movie was cute. Mm-hmm. You know definitely worth watching. Noel, not Christmas time okay, anymore. Definitely. Yeah. So we already covered that on our yeah, Disney so we won't Plus review. Yeah. we'll get back into that. But
1: But that movie's great.
0: Yeah, and especially it's it, it I think we met said then and I stand by this today, it's going to become a regular Christmas movie in this household.
1: Yes, for sure. Oh my god. If
0: we're still if we're still locked up in July, we'll maybe do Christmas in July and watch Noel.
1: Perfect idea.
0: Yeah. I hope that doesn't I'm happen. I'm full of them. Good. Lady in the Tramp, yeah. just okay.
1: Yeah, people. Some people loved it. Yeah, I thought it was fine.
0: Yeah, the um, the period piece, like the setting mm-hmm. they did, that was really. I liked that. Yeah, but that's fine. I don't know. The CGI talking dog. I mean, the dogs were real, but then they CGI their mouths moving. Yeah, so or whatever. it was like.
1: Space Buddies,
0: <laughs> yeah. in that regard. Yeah, yeah and I just didn't it like. Me.
1: A, I mean, whatever, doesn't matter. Some people really liked it, and it's worth a watch, I'd say. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah. That's and not
1: why you should get Disney Plus.
0: Right, and uh, we had an episode in early January. I really need to just write down the numbers so people can easily find these. But if you go on partofhorrorworld.net and search uh, 2020 whatever, (laughs) 2020, you will find our episode where we kind of preview everything that's coming out this year. A lot of those release dates have already moved significantly, like like moved into 2021. We know that we're getting um, Artemis Fowl on Disney+. Plus. We know that we're getting Black Widow in, like, what, November now? But one thing they haven't really come out and said for certain, but I would anticipate is that we also talked on that episode about um, Falcon and Winter Soldier and...
1: WandaVision. Um,
0: WandaVision and The Rook and Mandalorian Season 2, all slated to come out in the second half of
1: 2020. So unless i do I'm not a prophet
0: and I don't work for Disney, so take this with a grain of salt, but I am predicting that we're not going to see those in 2020. I had read something that WandaVision's basically done... But I do know that they stopped filming on um, Falcon Winter Soldier because it was like Prague, I think, and early on in the COVID nineteen um, you know pandemic, they shut down shooting there. So I don't know. But um, someone commented that strategically for like Marvel Universe stuff. We shouldn't get WandaVision before fucking Soldier, hmm. which means they would delay both of those. Again, take the grain of salt. I don't know how accurate that is, but I guess what I'm saying is there's a lot of things that I would love to say get Disney+. Plus If you're a Marvel fan, there's going to be all this great stuff. There's not a lot. Aside from the movies, which most of them are on there, the Marvels.
1: Which I was going to say
0: it's what? about
1: time to rewatch all those. So it has yeah. been a year since Endgame came out. So do you want to rewatch all those?
0: Yeah, I, re- I want to re-watch Lord of the Rings trilogy and all of the Marvel movies. All of them! <laughs> no, but not all of them are currently on Disney+. Some are still on Netflix, but um, just the, the new stuff that we were going to get, I don't know if we're going to get it in 2020 and honestly, I don't think any of the original stuff, like the um, what was the Marvel heroes project, I think is what it was called, where they help kids and it's endearing but just not very entertaining. Yeah,
1: it's not the it's not gonna give you the not gonna scratch the marble
0: itch. Yeah, so sounds, unless you really want to watch you really want to have Disney Plus to watch those movies, that would be the one group that I would say maybe hold off on. Star Wars fans, you're gonna get fed. Disney fans, you're gonna love it. Can't speak to National Geographic, we just have not watched that much. You've probably watched a little bit more than me because you'll put it on for like background television. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. A little lacking in the Marvel department.
1: Yeah, But, but with that in that mind mean, let's go watch. Plenty. I've already
0: watched Endgame. I'll watch it again.
1: Yeah, I haven't actually watched. rewatched Endgame. I want to do
0: the Infinity War into Endgame. I know it's like three hour or six hours but
1: one in quarantine. Yeah. Do as the quarantine do. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you got to sacrifice a little bit to get what you really want. So. Anyway, in a nutshell, Disney+, Plus totally worth it. Hopefully you're listening to this, looking for some recommendations, and you got some. Yeah. Maybe you are listening to this because you always listen to our show. We thank you very much for thank that. Thank you. And we still hope you got something out of this episode. Yeah, I go I promise. Watch it. I'm making a promise here, Rachel, to you, to our listeners, <laughs> that our next episode which may come sooner rather than later, we'll see. I mean sooner rather than our normally scheduled time will not be a focus on helping you get through the quarantine. We got to do something with the parks next. I need to get need to get our conversations back onto park. Okay. something to do with the parks. Well, I'm
1: feeling the movies lately. So I know. we'll see.
0: I know. Okay. I, I did just book flights for September. And we're really Very hoping exciting. that that doesn't get canceled. And before you're like, yeah. oh, hey, you know, you what, what kind of risk are you taking? We already had booked hotel. We had already gotten the package and all that stuff. We just were looking and flights were super low. So I pulled the trigger. But this trip that we've had planned for a while now, I'm hoping, does not fall through. But I will understand if it does. I'll have we schedule it. But that's where my mind's at. Like, planning. I know they're closed, but... A lot to look forward to on the horizon. Anyway. Yes. Who knows? Maybe we'll do movie review and park talk.
1: I'm not saying movie review. I'm like, you know, top five lists. Those are my, my uh, jam. Oh,
0: yeah. Those are always fun. Well.
1: We'll see. Let's we don't throw know this the out there to the you
0: guys. Tell what do you want to hear about? What do you want to hear? What do you want to hear us ramble on about yeah. for 45 minutes or an hour?
1: What do you want to hear us talk about? R.E. E. Disney. We
0: want to, to be a source of Disney magic for you during this time when... We can't just seize it for ourselves. So let us know. And thanks as always for listening.
1: Yes. And for being a part of our world.
0: Bye. Thanks for joining us this week and being a part of our world. Please reach out to us on social media. We can be found at part of our world podcast on Instagram or Facebook and on Twitter at P O O W podcast. You could also shoot us an email part of a world podcast at gmail.com or call into our voicemail 614-392-8147. three nine two eight one four seven we'd love to hear from you until next time have a magical day <laughs> are you ready oh, Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.